Hey, love. Welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Welcome back, my loves. So we have a lot to cover today. I am just going to get right into it. So as you know, whenever I'm bringing you a word, it is coming straight off the presses, right? It's because I'm going through it. And so we've talked about in previous episodes how you get the most resistance before your breakthrough because the enemy is mad mad. He's your biggest hater, as I tell you all the time, and he gets mad. And so he tries to throw things at you to try to catch you off guard, to try to distract you. But what you have to do is stand flat-footed on what you know to be true. But we're going to be relatable today, okay? Child, it's hard to stand flat-footed on what you know sometimes, especially when what the enemy says starts to look like it makes sense. We can unknowingly come into agreement with what the enemy throws at us by looking through our physical senses. So as most of you know, we fully launched all our membership benefits, all our new coaching services, and all of our new membership options for our community. My team is live and ready to go. I'm so blessed and grateful to have them. I love them very much, and I thank God for them every single day. I will not be sentimental this episode. They know I'm emotional, okay? But anyways, these past two months have been consumed with me preparing her promise circle. I wanted to be ready and good, and I am passionate about it. And it's also my purpose. And so I care very much about it. And so I put a lot of work and effort. I taught myself things that I've never had to do in my life before. I've researched things that I had no idea about and had to implement them on my own. And so for God to have brought me a team to bring this thing to life, it, it's a beautiful thing. And I can never forget what God truly has done for me. So this week, I want to bring to you Zechariah 4 and 10. So the enemy has tried to bring doubtful thoughts. Is it not a coincidence that we just launched yesterday and the past weekend and the past few days, I have been dodging fiery darts left and right. And when I say fiery darts, I mean thoughts, right? And sometimes the enemy gets so sneaky that you think the thoughts are your own and you can unknowingly come into agreement with doubtful thoughts. Let me give you an example. Lord, are you sure you told me I'm supposed to start her promise circle? Are you sure this is for me? Are you sure you want me to be doing this? Am I supposed to be spending all my time on this? Should I be out there making money, money in the healthcare field where my degree is? Where are the women going to come from? What if people don't even like this? What if no one wants to join? The enemy has a field day with these types of thoughts. Your own self-doubt has a field day with these types of thoughts from your past traumas or feeling insecure. And what we have to do is stay strong enough to not come into agreement. And if you do fall into it and do come into agreement, like me, because your girl is not perfect, what you have to do is be discerning enough to know, okay, wait, that thought didn't come from me. You got to catch it. You don't have to be perfect, 
You're not going to dodge every bullet. Let's be real. But if a seed starts to plant, a doubtful thought starts to plant, you must have the discernment to uproot it, to know that thought didn't come from you, to know that thought is not in the word, to know that thought is speaking against what God has said. You must have the discernment. And to have discernment, you must know the word. (laughs) You must know what the word says. You must know what his word to you was. And you must stand on it in strong faith. And you must come out of agreement with it. And you must rebuke the enemy from trying to attack you from stepping forth into what God has for you. And so this week, God gave me Zechariah 4 and 10. I haven't really studied this ever. I know about it, but I've never really taken, you know, a second glance or studied it ever. But Zechariah 4 and 10 says, do not despise these small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. That's the NLT version. And y'all know I don't read the NLT version, but this is what I have found. And I love how it says what it says. Do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. The fact that you set your feet to move ahead into what God called you to. The word says the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to start. God is for you. God is proud of you. And so we must learn to persevere and trust in his strength. Because if if he is for you, if he is proud of you, you think he's going to leave you without equipment? You think he hasn't already put in you what you would need for this? He's God. He knew what would lie ahead. He knew the enemy would attack. And you must know that attacks have time limits. They can't stay. They can't remain. God knows you're going to come out the victor, the winner. The fight is rigged. And so today I just want to encourage y'all to take heart in knowing that God is with you in your struggles. God is with you in your small beginnings. That's what you think it is. That's what it looks like to you. But it's never small when God is involved. Small beginnings lead to great things. Everything started small. Listen to success stories. Get some motivation. We are going to touch on the importance of trusting in God's plan. Trusting in God's timing. Even when it doesn't align with our own expectation and desires. Because oftentimes we rush God. Lord, if they're going to come, bring them now. You just started your business, babes. It's going to take some time, right? But I want it now. Lord, when's my husband coming? Lord, you said that I was going to have a spouse last year. Where is he at? These are our own expectations and desires. And if you're not careful, these are what keep us from looking on things above instead of dwelling on the earthly things. Because if your desires become more to you than seeking God's presence, that's an idol. That's what your worship will go to. All your thoughts, your meditation will go to those things that you desire. And so you'll think that you're praying to God for these things, but really you're wishing for them because you desire them so strongly. It's not you surrendering to God's will. It's not you surrendering to his timing. It's not you surrendering to his plan. It's you wanting what you want when you want it. And when you don't get it, you throw a little temper tantrum. So then you may be like, oh, I feel distant from God. But really, sis, you lost your focus. Your focus has gone to earthly things instead of things above. That's in Colossians 3 if you need that one. 
But yeah, so your girl just launched fully. You know, she's got her team that God blessed her with. She's got a wonderful assistant. And the enemy decides this week to be like, yeah, you can't do this. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, what a hater. But you know, your girl was tired. She was exhausted because she has been working. Now, mind you, I told you God gave me the grace and the wisdom and downloads and knowledge, and I've been seeking his face. Trust me, because I know I can't do it on my own. But we're still human. And I still have insecurities and things that I still deal with. And so when the enemy can catch you on a day where your insecurities flaring up, because <laughs> he think he's slick. He's not going to come to you when you're feeling yourself and you just did your prayer and your affirmations. He's going to come to you on a day where he already know you've been talking crazy to yourself. I'm so dumb. I'm so stupid. Oh, for real? Oh, why don't we throw some doubt in there too? Hmm. How are you going to run this business? You don't know nothing about business. And then in our weak spot, without guarding our minds, we let it in. And then if you let it in, it can plant. But see, where I'm at now, I'm so grateful for because I read my words so much and because I stay in my words so much because I find that the word is my source of my strength. I know I can't do this without God and I do not want to be out of his presence. I could discern that that thought was not from God and that thought was not to be there. And therefore, I was able to cast it down, cast down every vain imagination and everything that sets itself ahead of what God says is true. Anything that speaks against what you know to be true is not supposed to be there. That's how people get deceived. That's how people get lost, start to doubt and get distant from where they're supposed to be. You may not be starting a business. You may just have been starting to try to work out regularly. You may just be on a venture where you just need a little more discipline. You may just started a new job, maybe. You may be trying to buy a house. You may have be a new mother. You may have just got a new car. You got a new bill. <laughs> you may have fallen into some financial issues. Whatever the case may be, you are starting something, a new season. And so if this is where you are, I'm glad you joined me because now I don't feel so alone. Because that's just like us, huh? We tend to be our own worst enemies. And it's like we forget that every great person started out small. And I know it's hard in this microwave world we live in, this Instagram world we live in, this YouTube world we live in, where we see everybody so big and bad and they're just at the top of their game at 22. You know, they're millionaires at 22. They're making all this money. You're scrolling on your timeline. They're married. They got kids. They got a home. It's a white picket fence. It's beautiful. They got a Bentley. They got matching Bentleys. They live in a beautiful neighborhood. She's an entrepreneur. He's an accountant. You know, you're just seeing people at the top of their game. You see stars. You're seeing celebrities. People making millions of dollars. What they're buying. What they're living like. You're seeing that. And you're comparing that to where you are. And comparison is a trap. First of all, God's timing for you is different than God's timing for other people. Plus, you don't know how they got that. Okay, leave that over there. Because let me tell you something. Y'all know this, but most people on Instagram are not doing that in real life. It just looks good. 
And God's trying to give you something real. And so if you're going to have something real, you're going to be the one that's saying, oh, it was good that I was afflicted because I learned how to be a leader. I learned to have strong faith. I learned to go glory to glory. I learned that God is a provider. I learned that God is a healer. I learned that God is the one who fills my heart up with joy and peace. I learned things that I wouldn't have learned unless I was afflicted, unless I was sad, unless I cried those tears. I learned things that I otherwise wouldn't have applied if I wasn't in pain. Think about it. The only time your life has truly changed is when you were in pain, really sad, grieving, in a low place. That's the only time you applied positive change and because you don't want to go back to that. You, you hurt so bad. Somebody hurt you so bad or you hurt yourself so bad that you ended up in emotional pain. And when God brings you out of an emotional pit, reveals to you what the cycles have caused it were, and he brings you out, you don't want to go back because it was painful there. It was a low place. You don't want to go back. And so God grows us in low moments. Look at everyone that was in a pit in the Bible. Let's be real. Daniel in the lion's den. Joseph was in the pit. He became a king. Come on. And so there's no reason that you shouldn't be at the level right now where you can identify thoughts that are trying to come against and speak against what God has already said to you, what God has said in his word. You don't think you have a word? Go read your Bible. That is him speaking. Relying on him is what helps us overcome our doubts, our fears. Because, one, the Lord doesn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. He gives you the strength to pursue what it is he's put in your heart. It's not there on accident. It's there for a reason. The struggle is there for a reason. The timing is timed out perfectly for what he's trying to do in your life. All you have to do is hang on in faith. I say all that to say, the enemy tried to get me, child. Okay, this week was hard, but you know what that is to me? That is confirmation. That is confirmation that we are all in the right place. We are on time. God is backing us. God is backing us. God is behind her promise circle. God put in us and prepared each of us to have hearts that were genuine and loving. It was good that we were afflicted because then our hearts could be purified and genuine. And then we could create this environment where women feel welcomed and celebrated and loved. Where women can be supported and encouraged. Where women can feel like they don't have to act like someone else or act like they're higher than they are or act like they are further than they really are. They can come broken and feel like someone in her promise circle relates to them. Someone sees them. Someone also is going through it. And if someone has already been through it and made it through it, they're going to encourage them and help them up. Enemy don't like that. Because that's where all of our hearts are. That's where my heart is, and that's where my team's heart is. And so that's the environment that's created. Women can come and feel loved. They don't have to put on a play show. They don't have to act like they're quote-unquote good Christians to come here. 
only thing you need is to desire to be in a community where you are loved. Because we're going to just love you with the heart God gave us and with his face shown through us. None of us could love in a way that's effective if we didn't have God in our relationship with him. And the enemy doesn't like that. And so when you're doing something big, when you're doing something with purpose, when you're doing something that's going to serve God's people, when you're doing something that's going to take over territory, when you're doing something that the enemy is going to lose territory, he don't like that. And so he's going to come for you. There is a verse about David. And it said, when David was anointed to be king, the Philistines came to look for him. At the word of David be anointed king, they came to look for him, to get him, to kill him. At the word of it, the very whiff that David was going to be elevated and take over territory and beat all these people up, they came looking for him. That, my friend, is confirmation that you are exactly where you need to be. Because I heard this in a sermon, and it's really good, and it'll free you because it freed me. Whatever the enemy tries to tell you, you are not or what is not, it probably is. Because the enemy is going to try to deceive you and make you think the opposite so you can come out of agreement with what God said. But you must be vigilant in this season, my friend. If you are starting something new that you know God has for you, you must be vigilant. You must cast down every vain imagination. You must meditate on God's word. You must stay focused on things above and not on the things around you. You must not see with your physical senses. You must see with your spiritual senses. Seeing no money in the bank, but knowing God promised you prosperity, that's hard. Unless you're looking at who God is. Spiritual senses. And so, come join us. If you need a space where you can just be you, and you can be welcomed and accepted and loved and get advice and have someone to talk to you, have someone to listen to you, have someone to relate to you. We would love to have you. It's no pressure. You don't, if you don't want to like, if you don't like it, you don't have to come back. (laughs) We're not going to hunt you down. You can come and go as you please, but it's really just a space cultivated in what God has done in my life and what God has done in my team's lives, what God has done in our hearts. And it's just being shared with y'all. And so in this season, be vigilant. Don't let the enemy tear you down to where you're going. Don't let him isolate you. That's one of his number one tactics to keep you away from people who also believe, who can speak against and recognize the things that he's trying to use against you. Pray real fast for you guys. Dear Heavenly Father, you say in Isaiah 41.10, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We know that you hear us when we pray. We know that you know your word better than we do. And we trust that you'll stick to it. We believe in it with our whole hearts, Lord. That in this season, you have prepared something ahead of us. Something big. Something that only can be done with our faith in you. Lord, we are just willing servants, willing vessels, ready to be used in the way that you want to use us. Because we know that if you're going to use us, you've already equipped us. 
You've already gone ahead of us, and you also protect us from behind. You tell us which way to go, and you give us wisdom. So I pray in this season for my sister that is starting something new, who is wondering where you're calling her to, or who is ready for this new big step on her journey. Be with her, encourage her, and confirm to her that you are with her. Let her experience you in a mighty way that she hasn't experienced you before. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So thank you guys for joining. I hope this was encouraging to you. I love coming and sharing with you guys what I'm going through because it makes for just real, raw, genuine word, right? Like, that's just what I'm going through right now. So I thank God for bringing me through it. I thank God for discernment. And I thank God that he is with us and that he has confirmed how big this thing really is, how important it is. And I ask that you pray for us as we reach out and help other people through her promise circle. And if you want to join us, visit our website, www.herpromisecircle.com. www.herpromisecircle.com. You can sign up, become a member, come join us, come have some Bible study, come do some meetups, come to our events. Whatever you're into, girl, we're here for it. And I'll see you guys next week.